always serving a fresh cup of daily inspiration, Deanna Hobbs. Today's inspiration is to let you know it's your season of favor. No matter what it looks like today, this is your season of favor with God. And here's why. You've stayed committed to him, even in the hard times, and you've said yes to his will, even when you haven't understood what he was doing. For this reason, God is going to bless you, prepare to receive it. Welcome to this, your Monday, January 22nd, 2019 edition of your Daily Cup of Inspiration podcast. My name is Deanna Hobbs, founder of Empowering Everyday Women Ministries, a 501c3 nonprofit organization that distributes free resources all around the world just to help you grow in your faith and become everything God has destined you to be. I bring you big old smiles and the warmest greetings ever live from Empowering Everyday Women Ministry Studios right here in the city of Buffalo, New York. It is currently five degrees in the Queen City. It is freezing, Daily Cup family. Yesterday, it was one degree below zero, so it actually warmed up today. By request, I'm sending a very special shout out to Miriam Johnson in Washington, D.C., who turned 63 years old today. That is from your daughter, Natalie. Thank you so much for listening to the podcast. We love you. I just love my Daily Cup family. If I could hug all of you, I would. I don't think my arms would reach, but I am just so blessed to have you here. Every single podcast you hear, it's available for you as a free resource. Stream and download it on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher.com, your daily cup of inspiration.com, player.fm, on my YouTube channel under my name, Deanna Hobbs, D I A N N A H O B B S. Click that red subscribe button, turn on those notifications, and every time a podcast is uploaded, you will be among the first to know. Join me on social media, Twitter, Team Deanna Hobbs, Facebook, Deanna.Hobbs, and Instagram at I am Deanna Hobbs. It is time for us to get into today's word, but first a prayer. God, thank you for your goodness and your kindness toward us. Bless the individual you sent to press play. We give you glory for the encouragement that will be anointed and tailor-made to their need. In Jesus' name, amen. So recently, the Lord graced me with the help of my amazing team to launch the Literacy Links program here in the city of Buffalo. And the program helps minority children in grades K through 8 read proficiently. It's a joint initiative of City Church Buffalo and Empowering Everyday Women Ministries. Anybody who knows me knows I love children. It grieves me to see how many of our precious little ones struggle to read and don't have access to books and tutors or convenient free programs to assist them. So my team and I and a group of awesome volunteers get to go into underserved neighborhoods and communities, even family homes with books, snacks, resources, and educators to offer reading circles, activities, tutoring, and mentoring. On a very basic level, we just show parents and kids how to do things differently to get better reading results. And you know, sometimes in life, not just dealing with literacy, you just need somebody to show you a better way, right? No matter 
matter who you are or where you're from, we all get stuck in patterns of behaviors that just aren't the best for us. We can't see it at the time and we get used to doing those things. And that's why I thank God when we seek him for wisdom, James 1 and 5 tells us that he gives it to us freely and liberally. Every day, ask God for wisdom. And as long as you're willing to embrace and accept his wisdom and be changed by it, the Lord will do tremendous things for you. He'll increase you and shower you with favor. Keeping that in mind, this morning, God led me to Philippians chapter three. And here we find some folks that did not want any divine wisdom. In this chapter, the apostle Paul was warning the Philippian church about these people. In verse two, he said, beware of dogs, beware of evil workers, beware of the concision. Now the dogs and the concision Paul was referring to were the Jewish leaders and dogmatic teachers of that time. They believed that the only way anybody could be righteous was through circumcision and keeping all those Old Testament laws given to Moses by God. Back in Genesis 17, God did establish the covenant of circumcision with Abraham. God said every male child at eight days old had to be circumcised as a sign that they were chosen, set apart, and special to God. Circumcision, which was removing that foreskin, was an outward sign of an inward faith covenant among the Jewish people. But when Jesus came, he extended grace to everybody. So that meant you didn't have to be Jewish born. You didn't have to be circumcised if you were male. You didn't have to keep all those Jewish laws, regulations, and traditions. Gentiles could enter into covenant with God by faith in Jesus Christ. And Paul teaches us in Romans 2.29 that a person is a Jew who is one inwardly and circumcision is of the heart by the spirit. So that's why this controversy was stirring in the Philippian church. Some Jews just did not want to release their traditional way of doing things. They did not want to hear that righteousness is not a result of keeping the law perfectly, but the result of placing our faith in the perfect work of Jesus who died and rose again on the third day. It is by faith that we become children of God and recipients of his divine favor. It didn't matter that the Jews didn't like it. They could not stop what God had for believers. And I'm here to tell somebody, don't worry about the naysayers. Don't worry about what the enemy says. Nobody can stop the favor of God on your life. And because you accepted him and said yes to his will, he's done a work in your life that entitles you to rewards and favor. Nothing and nobody can stop it. Ezekiel 36 and 26 in the New Living Translation says, and I will give you a new heart and I will put a new spirit in you. I will take out your stony, stubborn heart and give you a tender, responsive heart. Aren't you glad that your heart has been transformed? Because of that, you will experience the glorious riches of this great gospel of truth because you believe in the work of Christ and live by the gospel. All the things he has for you, your position to receive. He is continually transforming you from the inside out. You're what God calls clay in the hands of the potter in Jeremiah 18. The potter sits at a wheel and that clay is on his wheel and he spins that wheel around. And with his two hands, he lovingly molds that clay. God is the potter. He's molding you, the clay, into something so special and beautiful. As long as you, the clay, remain soft and malleable in his hands, there is no limit to what he will produce. You have remained open to his will. You are malleable clay. Your heart 
heart toward God is tender. You have a passion for the Lord. You are willing to reject your way and accept his because you just want God's will for your life. And because of that, God the potter is going to mold you into something remarkable. His work in you is not finished yet. Amazing things are up ahead. He's about to bless your life. He just sent me to deliver the news of what's already in the works for you. In fact, right now, it's your season of favor because of your willingness to yield to the Lord. God will elevate you, open doors for you, increase you, make ways out of no way, and do impossible things for you. It's because you're chosen and beloved. Your heart has been circumcised and you're responsive to God. I know there have been uncomfortable times of transition when you didn't like the way things were going. At times you didn't know how to feel about the process God was taking you through, but something down on the inside just wouldn't let you go. The Holy Spirit would not let you quit. And just like good clay should, you stayed on the potter's wheel and let him mold you. With tears in your eyes, you stayed on his wheel. When you were sick in your body, you stayed on his wheel. When others walked out on you. You stayed on his wheel. When the situation seemed to be getting worse, you trusted the Lord anyhow and stayed on his wheel. The transitional phases have been tough. Nevertheless, you stayed on his wheel and stayed in his will. And because of that, it's your season of favor. You will reap an inheritance. You will experience all the joys of the abundant life Christ died and rose to give you. There's an inheritance with your name on it. There's a breakthrough with your name on it. There's so much God has in store for you. And because you've remained open to receiving it, and because you have agreed to remain in God's will, you can rejoice and declare, it's my season of favor. To remind you of this truth, I'm stirring Psalm 5 and 12 in the New International Version right into your cup of inspiration. And it says, Surely, Lord, you bless the righteous. You surround them with your favor as with a shield. As you drink down the contents of your cup, receive this good news today with joy that Christ the Savior has given you abundant life in Him. Freedom is yours. Blessing is yours. Healing is your portion. Increase is yours. It is your season of favor. Now let's pray. God, I pray for this, my sister, this, my brother. Thank you that this year you will shower them with your goodness because they are submitted to your will. We wait expectantly for the manifestation of the great things you will do. We receive the inheritance that entitles us to blessings reserved only for those that have placed their faith and confidence in you alone. In Jesus' name, we thank you. Amen. Your Daily Cup of Inspiration podcast has been brought to you by Empowering Everyday Women Ministries, where we help fuel your faith every day. For more information, log on to www.deannahobbs.com. 